if you've clicked on this podcast, it's probably because you see the word discipline right on the cover there. And you see the importance of dis- discipline. It is something that you take pride in your discipline, or maybe you want to become better with discipline, which everybody does, including myself. When I introduce myself, my name is Constantine. I will only go by Constantine for the purpose of this podcast because it's not the name that's important. It's the message. Discipline. Stoicism. I myself am a practicing Stoic. I am not a perfected Stoic. I would not call myself a perfected Stoic by any stretch of the imagination. And I see that it's important that we all always aim to be practicing Stoics because in the end, we are human. We do fall back into our human tendencies. and But to always remember that being a practicing Stoic is recognizing the situation that you're in, recognizing the emotion that you're in, and being able to react accordingly. If this message was spread farther and utilized more, I personally feel that the world would be a lot better, a lot better place. And this is the reason for this podcast here is we need to get the word out there about stoicism, about discipline and the importance that it can have accountability, that you are responsible for your actions. You are responsible how you react to the environment that you're in. And if you come to understand that you can put yourself in better situations and control your outcome. Now, it won't always happen. You won't always be able to control your outcome, but that's in the end where it comes back to stoicism and understanding that your reaction to the circumstance inevitably is what the result is going to be. And this message is is profoundly important. So I want to jump into it and first talk about exactly what stoicism is. Stoicism is a philosophical school of thought that originated in ancient Greece and later became popular in ancient Rome. Discipline is a central theme in Stoicism, and the Stoics placed great emphasis on self-discipline as a key to achieving a virtuous and tranquil life. The key aspects of Stoic view is self-discipline and control. Let's talk about self-discipline and control. Self-discipline and control. Let's go with the self-discipline first. You want to talk about self-discipline. There are things that you don't want to do. Everybody has things they don't want to do on a daily basis whether it be from exercise to work things or to household items to relationship goals. Maybe you're you're in a fight with your spouse or you're in an argument. The self-discipline portion of your life is recognizing that these are things that you need to do. And you got to do it regardless of how you feel. You wake up in the morning, maybe you're tired, maybe you're, you're a little under the weather. You still need to go get that workout in. You still need to go to work. You have to do these things regardless of how you feel. Self-discipline is a life changer. It doesn't matter what the subject may be. Maybe you're in, in business and you need to make the call that you have been dreading on making. Self-discipline is the ability to pick up the phone and push those buttons and talk on the phone. You are controlling your body. You are controlling what the what the result of that situation is going to be. Either There's two choices when it comes down to it. Either you're going to take the easy road, which means more trouble inevitably because you're avoiding the subject, or you're going to represent yourself with strength. You're going to wake up. You're going to go to the gym regardless of how you feel. You're going to eat healthy regardless of how badly you want to eat that McDonald's drive-thru. You're going to talk to your spouse in a way where it's going to resolve the conflict. Or if you recognize that the that the conversation is heading in a bad direction, you're going to change the course of that conversation in order 
to get the best outcome. Now, there are people who, who rely completely on emotions and let emotions drive them in different directions. And these are the people that you often find getting into fights. Uh, they, they're, they're slacking with work. They're always making excuses. They're, they're the ones who are the, in my opinion, and this is just a personal view, this, these are the people that are going to be the downfall of society if that happens, are the people who cannot control their emotions. Everyone's, we're in a, a world now where everyone wants to be, you know, emotion, you got to be emotional, embrace your emotionality. I'm not saying to not control your emotionality. What I am saying is to recognize your emotions and react accordingly. Yes, there are days where you're going to be sad. Yes, there are days there you're going to be happy. You're going to be angry. All of these are natural emotions. Every single day you're going to be feeling certain emotions, but to recognize them and not overreact. Feel everything. This is part of the human experience. Feel it. It's as if you're you're in a car. You're on the, the passenger side and the driver, like to call him God, he's driving. He's taking you in directions. You're just observing everything. You're looking out the windows and you're taking it all in. And you're, there, how you're going to react to these circumstances, it's out of your control. I mean, you just have to, as it comes, that's how you react. You don't let that emotion drive you. That is when bad decisions come. That is when the the murders come. The you know the all the extremes of society are always done with high emotions: happy, sad, lustful, greed, gluttony. All this stuff is is done with high emotions. Learning how to control your emotions is the first step into this new world. So as you're going about your day, this is this is what I request of you if you're listening to this, is as you're going about your day, recognize what is happening to you and how it's making you feel. And take a second and pull yourself in. As things are happening outside of your eyes, pull yourself in and say, how is this making me feel? How can we react to this in the best possible way without it leading into a catastrophe? or without letting emotions drive you into what is happening next. You have to remember that life is a gift. Every single day is, is a gift. You are blessed to be here. The odds of you being alive right now are, are tiny, microscopic, that you're even here. And to be able to see out of your eyes and hear through your ears and feel with your hands and smell with your nose, all these things are a gift. You're going to feel how you're going to feel, but observe it with gratefulness. Be appreciative that you even get the chance to feel these things. And just recognize that what goes up must come down and what is down will come up again. It's all cyclical. It's all cyclical. You're going to be happy and then you're going to be sad. You're, this is, this is, I like to think of it like this. This is not the worst moment in your life, nor is it the best moment in your life. That is how you have to view the world is that if you're in the worst spot right now that you feel you can be, it can get worse. Or if you're in the best spot that you feel that you can be, it can get better. And vice versa, what goes up will come down. It's all cyclical. Your job is to enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride, every single second of it. Thank God that you are here and that you get to experience it all. Utilize it. You have a body, utilize it. Show your gratitude, not by clasping your hands together and saying thank you, although that is important. If you're a religious person, absolutely show your gratitude to the, in the spiritual realm, but as well as recognize the gift that 
that God has given you and the ability to move around, to, to, to use your muscles, to be able to produce the hormones, to digest food. All this stuff is a gift. And if you're not utilizing it, you are pretty much taking this gift for granted. And God does not like that. God, if you're a religious person or if you're not a religious person, let's just let's just put it that the high, there's a the higher power is beyond your thoughts. You're thinking in your head these words. You know, all these words are coming to your head. None of that, none of those words matter. That's just how you're deciphering the world, and your reaction to it is is doesn't mean anything in the long term. It doesn't mean anything in in the the bigger realm. It's just you got to enjoy the ride. Show your appreciation that you are here. If you're down, you will be up. If you're up, you will be down. And let's go to the next subject of endurance and acceptance. Stoicism encourages individuals to endure hardships with patience and fortitude rather than resisting or complaining about challenges. Stoics Stoics advocate accepting them as inevitable aspects of life. So what we're talking about here is recognizing that whatever may happen is just part of life. And instead of feeling that, that fear, let's say, where, where you're afraid of what may happen, erase it. I know it may be hard to do to erase that fear, but it's just part of the process. You're on the roller coaster. You're just going across, and the things that are going to come across the track are going to come whether you like it or not. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. It's just a way of how you're going to go through it. Are you going to go through it? and be dreading every moment and shaking? Or are you going to open your eyes wide and take it all in and use things that you that are not pleasurable as a learning experience so you can better prepare yourself for the next time that this situation happens? Even if you're in a good situation or something good is happening, how can you take a step back from all that positive energy and observe and say, how is this all this good, this good happening to me? How can we replicate this? How can I take this and use it to better myself? Whatever it is, you got to endure, go through. This too shall pass. Remember those when you're going through hard times. This too shall pass. Endure, 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 and have the self-discipline. Step number one, self-discipline. To be able to control yourself and put yourself in the situations that you need to be, whether you like it or not. Next, we'll go into mindfulness and attention. Stoics emphasize the importance of being present in the moment and paying attention to one's thoughts and actions. This mindfulness allows individuals to better understand themselves and exercise greater control over their responses. So it, it's, it, again, you're, you got to be in the moment, be in the present. I know that may be hard to do, especially with social media and the phone always ringing and work always calling and all, all these things always happening. But being in the moment, try and catch yourself and be in the moment as much as you possibly can. If you're walking the dogs, Look up, look at the sky and feel that sun. Enjoy the moment, feel the wind, take it all in because this too shall pass. If you're in a moment of peace, take it in, be observant, mindful, observe, look at everything around you as much as you can. Look at everything around you, take it all in. Purposeful action. Stoicism encourages purposeful action guided by reason and virtue. Disciplined individuals are expected to act in accordance with their principles and moral values, even when faced with difficulties or temptations. Ah, difficulties and temptations. This is the part that I have a problem with, with traditional religion. There is a, a, a way of preaching that says that 
forgiveness, forgiveness. Yeah, I can understand forgiveness. I get forgiveness. But don't go to don't go to your place of worship, clasp your hands, say I'm sorry, leave that place of worship and continue having the same sins again because you can't you can't avoid temptations. What you can do here is if temptations come along, you can recognize temptation. Now let's use this, let's use an example, okay? You are you're in a Starbucks and there's an attractive barista, okay? And your temptation is you're a married man. Let's my, let's say this: you're a married man. Your temptation is to flirt because let's say she's interested in you. Recognize that temptation. Now you can avoid it. Is it is it worth risking your marriage? Maybe is it worth losing your kids? Is it worth the outcome? Absolutely not. It's easy to avoid these temptations once once you start to recognize the domino effect of a simple hello, then you can avoid it. If you avoid that initial response, the rest of the dominoes aren't going to fall. No one's going to push those dominoes except for you. This goes back to the accountability portion where if you have to admit you're accountable for all your actions, regardless of whatever it is, there's only one common denominator in every single one of your experiences in life so far. And that is you. You are involved in all of them. You have put yourself there. Whether you want to admit it or not, there, somebody pushed that first domino to get you where, where you were in that situation where, where you're like, oh, that's not my fault. It is all your fault. You create the world. Everything that you are, everything that is in your surrounding is a, a, a product of you. So when people say that, oh, it's not my fault, it's not my fault, it is all your fault. Everything is your fault. So once you understand that, that is when you can control your the rest of your life. The quicker you come to the realization that everything is your fault, then you can control tomorrow. Then you can control other things. Now, there can be things that are out of your control, other environmental factors. But in the end, only one thing is getting you in those places. And that is when you become mindful and observant and you see, how did I get in this situation and how do we avoid doing this in the future? Take it back. Recognize the emotions that are involved with that. If you're, Let's go back to that Starbucks that you were standing in line and the barista, whatever the hello what are those emotions that you're feeling? Step back, f- recognize those emotions, analyze. Is this the best way to respond to these emotions? No. Okay. Crisis averted. You're in control of everything. Once you take a step back into, into your, yourself and control yourself, everything is your, your, in your control. You control it all. Your surrounding is your control. So let's continue on. The Stoics believe that the discipline action leads to a sense of inner harmony and fulfillment. Absolutely. To know that you can control, to know that you, that you are, like they said, in harmony here, in harmony. Things happen to you and you respond. It's the yin and the yang. It's a circle. There, things happen, you respond. It's, it's, that's how it works. So if things happen to you, how are you going to respond to it? Are you going to respond in a way that is best, in the best best in, I know that I wouldn't say best intention because the road to, to hell is paved with the best intentions is to recognize which direction those dominoes are going to fall in so there there are things that that may happen that you did not see coming but if you see it coming what are that what's the outcome what's the best possible outcome of this of that let's say that Starbucks again oh you were just being friendly uh well no you weren't just being friendly you know that you and I both know that you weren't just being friendly 
there were other intentions at play. Maybe you weren't recognizing them, but then again, go back to being mindful. Let's go on to training and practice. Stoicism is often seen as a practical philosophy that requires constant training and practice. Discipline is not just a one-time effort, but an ongoing process of self-improvement. As I was saying at the beginning of this podcast, you are always a practicing Stoic. You are practicing discipline at all times, at all times. You look around you, what is pulling you? What is, where is the temptation? Where does it lie? Whether it be in food, maybe you walk past a, a cake. Do you need that cake right now? Is that, is that the best for you? Have you earned it is what I like to say. If you have earned it and you already put in the work, you already went to the gym, you already got the cardio and you, are, you earned it, then it'll be okay or save it for certain occasions. But, but don't overindulge. Gluttony is poisonous. Don't overindulge. Discipline throughout. Discipline in everything. Discipline in, in all of your actions. Purposeful movements. Keep that in mind. Purposeful movements. What direction are you going? And make it as efficient as possible to the goal, including including every single one of your steps. Recognize how you're walking. Is that is that efficient? Are you using that energy efficiently to get from point A to point B? It comes down to the simple. Once you really start to open your mind and see things, it comes down to the simplest of things in your daily activities, from going across to going across the room. You start to notice, is this the most efficient way possible to get to this point? What are the obstacles here? What can I do along the way in order to make the rest of the day quicker, easier, not just for me, but for those around me? Is this for the is this the best outcome for, for myself, for my family? What is the best step to take here? Techniques such as negative visual visualization, contemplating potential changes and losses, and premeditating. Our stoic practices aimed at building resilience and discipline. So this is saying that you visualize the bad outcome. So what you again with that Starbucks scenario, let's go back to that. I hate to keep going back to that, but that's just I see in the biggest downfall of men, especially women as well, but more so men is lust. I guess this, that goes back down to the ego where you, they need to feel. I don't know, relevant, I guess. I'm not sure exactly why that happens. But you go back down to the, the Starbucks scenario. What's the what's the the bad outcome of the situation? You recognize her her interest in you. And what can happen from that? Ruin your marriage. You lose the kids. All the things that you have built for at this point in your life are gone because of your inability to handle that emotion. That is the, the, the worst of that outcome. And that comes down to any situation that you're in, any situation. Like an example is if you're driving and you, 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 you get caught by red lights, red light, red light, red light, all the time you're getting caught by red lights, or maybe the guy in front of you is going real slow. Yeah, you're frustrated because you couldn't get to the point you want to as quickly as possible. But what, what is the reason you are in the spot right now, right at that moment? There could have been something terrible that would have happened if you would have made that light or if that person wasn't in front of you. And that brings you back to a sense of gratitude because you, it, it's not in your control. Those things around you, those far, those far off things in the environment are not in your control. Those are, those are potential things. But once you are in the situation and you are stopped at that red light, that is where you are at. 
So if you visualize what could have happened, you start to bring a sense of gratitude that you actually at that light, that you're there. Turn up the music, turn up, uh, pull down the window, enjoy the sun, listen to some, enjoy that moment because it could have been worse. It could have been worse. And there will be worse times. There will be better times. Keep that in mind. But at that moment, everything is okay. So in summary, Stoicism was views discipline as a fundamental aspect of virtuous living, involving self-control, endurance, mindfulness, purposefulness, action, moderation, continuous practice. The disciplined Stoic seeks to cultivate an inner state of tranquility and resilience regardless of external circumstances. Again, this is just an introduction to the whole concept of what we're going to be getting into here. And this is continuing forward. We're going to be getting into more of examples and ways that you can keep yourself accountable and recognizing situations that come across and just trying to become a better version of yourself overall as possible and, and keeping your mental health in check. There's a, a mental health crisis absolutely going on, and that is the lack of accountability. If there was more of a sense of accountability instead of blaming everybody else for everything going on, things would be a lot better. And to preach this to the young, to the new generation, Instead of saying, oh, well, you know, it's, it's, that, it's the teacher's fault little Jimmy isn't learning. No, 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 it's, it's, the, it's little Jimmy's fault. He's not sitting down and studying. Take that into accountability. Tell, little, tell them this is their job as nobody else's job to do this. Put that ingrain in the child from the time that they are young. So then when they're older, they can become the best stoic that they can possibly be. And lead by example. Don't go about your day as... Um, well, you know, little Jimmy, I was late to, uh, to your basketball practice because of, um, of this, this, and this. No, no, no. It was my fault. I didn't make it to your basketball practice on time. I apologize. I will do my best to make that not happen again. There's nobody else at fault. Nobody else makes you do things. You can't tell your kids that other people made you do something. Nobody made you do anything. You decided to do it. It is your, your responsibility to be accountable to that child. That is how you become the best parent that you could possibly be is show them that you recognize that you are responsible for your decisions. Otherwise, they're going to be doing things and blaming the entire world around them. And this is the, just the start of worth, what is wrong with, thing, with, with the world right now. But then again, it is what it is. You have to adapt to everything that is coming around you and be stoic and open your mind and take it all in. Because it is in the end, it is a big, grand show. It is an amazing, beautiful experience, even to be here, even to live this life, take it all in. It is, it's, it, you view the world with fresh eyes and it's, it's a, it's a truly mesmerizing place. The way that everything works in harmony, the trees, the grass, the water, the fish, all of it works in complete harmony. Even you as a human being and, and you as whoever you are with the name that you label yourself as serve a purpose. But that is beyond go into your into yourself and observe what that purpose is. How are you going to help better the human experience and the, the human race? How are you going to provide value to this whole ecosystem? And that is, is to become a better version of yourself. And this is what this podcast is aiming to be is to help you to help you better handle situations. And to put you on the track to being accountable and to spreading the word of accountability, because that is how we get everything to be back, not back, 
It'll be a new version of humanity. This will be a completely new, fresh version of humanity if we all take accountability for our actions. Nobody else is at fault. It is it is you. It is you. It is me. It is, it is our individual selves that are accountable. So with that, I'll keep it brief on this initial podcast. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this, please subscribe, share with a friend. Let's keep this rolling. I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good one.